Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome, everybody, to a Baseball America High School podcast. I'm Connor Glassy, coming to you from the DeMarini Demo House podcast nook. When it comes to buying a baseball bat, DeMarini just changed the game. Introducing Demo House, where you can step into the cage and hit the latest from DeMarini before you buy because there's no substitute for hitting a real baseball or talking to people who know both bats and batting. Your demo time in the cage is free. Get the season started right and visit your nearest demo house today. Locations and full details can be found at dmarini.com backslash demo house. Well, with me on the phone today, I've got Jameson Tyone, the top pitcher on our and, and top prospect on our high school baseball top 100 list. Let's listen into the interview. You threw tonight. How did that go? Obviously, a very talented team. Tell me, you know, ranked, uh, you know, in the in the top twenty-five for us in the country. Tell me about some of the other players on your team that really yeah. make you a complete team. Yeah. Well, first off, our team is huge. <laughs> yeah. I think this is the biggest team I've been a part of. We got a uh, sophomore move-in catcher. He's like six-three, two hundred. He's a linebacker for a football team. We have uh, two brothers, the Cooper brothers. One's going to UNLV for football. They're both six-three and above. Then our, our some big starters. We've got Spencer Davis going to A and M. He plays short for us, hits like three or four hole. And uh, he's a big lean guy. He's pretty good. And then at third we've got Nick Fry. He's our number two pitcher. He's going to TCU. He'll touch ninety. And then uh, in right field we've got Brian Brickhouse. I'm actually going over to his house right now in the hot tub. But, uh, oh nice. He's going to North Carolina to pitch. He's a, he's a junior, right? Bring it up to ninety one, ninety two. And uh, I, was, 
I'm extremely uh, internally motivated. So once I took the baseball, that was kind of the end of it right there. I kind of started working really hard, and it all kind of fell into place now. Sure. Did you play other sports growing up? Um, I played a little basketball in junior high, but I've always just been a baseball-only guy. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, you know, every every little kid growing up wants to be a baseball player. When did it hit you that that might actually be a real possibility for you? Um, I'd say my freshman year, when I made varsity at our school, we did come out of the national championship in 06. I was in eighth grade, so I came in in ninth grade, and we returned almost our whole team. We had Brett Eisen, who's at Arkansas, Taylor Grody, who's with the Yankees, and a bunch of other big guys like that. Yeah. And once I made varsity, I actually got some starts. That's kind of what I realized. You know, if I keep working, I've got a shot to do something big. Sure. That was the year after Kyle Drabeck, yeah, the national championship year? Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was crazy. I remember I got the second game of the year in 07, and we were coming off that national championship, and I was going against the state-ranked Corpus Christi team. And I was so nervous. Yeah. Being a little freshman out there. Yeah, I bet. How did that game go? Uh, I think we actually won like five to two or something, but to tell you the truth, I don't really remember it too much. But so much yeah, yeah. All right. Well, you know, you're committed to Rice. Um, what other schools did you consider, and what was it about Rice that put that ahead of the rest? Um, I, the other schools I was kind of talking to a little bit were kind of you know UNC, Vanderbilt, LSU, Texas. Yep. And uh, honestly, though, there's never really been another school besides Rice. Uh, just being in Houston, I've always been going to their games. Their academics are incredible. I've got, you know, three other siblings. One's in law school. My sister's in law school. One's becoming an MD, and one's about to finish his PhD at A&M. So the academics were a really big part of it. Sure. And uh, the coaches are incredible. Coach Ray and Coach Pierce and Coach Taylor. And uh, the facilities are pretty incredible, too. Yeah. It was just a perfect fit. So you're the baby then in the family? Yeah, I'm a baby. Yeah, all I'm right. A baby, I've got some big shoes to throw there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now let me ask you. Coming up, you're uh, you guys are playing College Park three times this season. Are you yep. are you hoping to match up against and get some revenge on John Sims? Yep. Oh yeah. I actually talked to him pretty regularly about it. You know, last year I honestly think I threw maybe the best game of my life against him. I threw seven innings, like. Two hits had maybe like 14 strikeouts, and we lost one to zero. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah, kind of bitter about that still. Yeah, but yeah. kind of a friendly rivalry because that whole team I've really played with and played against since I was really, really little. Right, you play so, summer ball with John Sims, is that right? What was that? You play summer, summer ball with John Sims? Yeah, yeah, I do, hmm. actually. We have a pretty stacked summer team. I've got Tyler Green going to TCU and Trevor Tinkle going to Texas and Sims and... Yeah, yeah. Right on. Um, your stuff is pretty well known at this point, uh, but I always like to ask pitchers firsthand to describe their stuff. So, so tell me about your pitches, the grips on those pitches, right. and how you like to use each pitch. Uh, yeah, I definitely say my money pitch is just a good old fourteen fastball. Uh, my ball used to be really flat, and recently it's just started running all over the place. It kind of started at that Under Armour game at Wrigley. All yep. my friends texted me, I'm like, dude, your ball is running across the plate. So <laughs> the West 14th already got some good movement on it. And I can throw that anywhere, let's say 94 to 98-ish. I've actually touched 99 a few times early this spring. Yeah. 
to start, you know, messing around with a slider because, you know, you said you love yeah, your curveball. Yeah. We love your curveball, too. I mean, that's, that's, that thing is awesome to watch. What, what was the decision process to start, you know, messing around with both breaking pitches? Um, yeah, I've kind of been toying around with it for a little while, and then I was always kind of just a fun pitch for me to throw. And then one day I was in the bullpen and pitching coach was kind of like, you know, try this. And he works with guys like Scott Casimir and Homer Bailey and, you know, pretty well-known pitching coach around here. We started playing with it, then it got to the point where it was extremely sharp, and I could throw it for strike, back door, and whatnot, so uh, I'm still working on that, but at the next level, if they tell me to pitch it, I'd be fine going three-pitch, fastball, curveball, change. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Is your approach different when you're facing high school guys with metal bats than when you're facing, you know, guys in summer with wood bats? Oh, yeah, that's, that's a big approach change, and uh, it's always tough for me that first scrimmage because... I'm so used to in the summer, you know, just pumping fastballs inside, breaking bats, blowing right. by people. And uh, in high school, yeah, they're not as good hitters, obviously, but if they time that fastball, all they have to do is put the bat on the ball and it flies. So in high school, I actually do a little more working backwards. I'm mostly to throw a first pitch curveball. And uh, I actually worked outside more in high school ball and inside more in summer ball. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Tell me about your between starts routine. What's your workout schedule like for the days when you're not pitching? Yeah. Um, like, let's say I'll do this week, for example, I threw today. I have a workout tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. down in Palm Hall with my trainer. And he's he's pretty well known in our area, too. He works with guys like Jorge Cantu and Adam Dunn, guys like Matt Perk and Shelby Miller. Mm-hmm. And uh, we do in-season stuff, so he'll stretch my arm out, give me some heat in my arm, and then we'll do legs and core. And then uh, on Saturday, I'll throw some long toss, get some good running in there, stretch it out. That's when uh, all the blood starts flowing and my arms kind of start feeling a lot better. And then on the third or fourth day, I generally throw a bullpen. And then the day before, it starts to take it pretty easy and might throw like a touch and feel bullpen or a flat ground. Okay. So. Yeah. Right on. Um, what What's something that you're working to improve this year? Um, I think I'm working to improve thinking about really my overall game on the field. It's just kind of off the field, just taking everything in stride, just focusing on what I can control. Uh, we have Coach Eastman, my high school coach, really preaches that. Yeah, just focus, focus on uh, what's in your hands. So I'm just kind of focusing on going out and doing my thing every game and not letting all the press and scouts get to me. So I'd say that's what I'm really working on. Sure. It must be it must be a little overwhelming. I mean, um, I, I imagine there's you know a dozen you know more scouts at every game and you know a bunch of media requests yeah, and everything tonight, like that. Yeah, tonight after the game, you guys came up to me. The Padres assistant GM was there. There's some other assistant GMs and uh, 
scouting director, Diamondback scouting director, uh, team event scouting director out there. Yeah. Pretty neat because I get to meet with all these people in the offseason. But then, you know, you see them out there doing their job. It's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. Got to develop a relationship with each of them. Yeah, I, I, I've heard you, you've met with all 30 teams already. Yeah, yeah. I really tried to get them all into the house before the season starts so I can focus on the team for the spring. Sure, sure. Let's talk about your summer a little bit. Um, you logged as many miles as anybody with, you know, PG National, yeah. Under Armour, Aflac, Tournament yeah. Stars, and then, of course, Team yeah. USA. What, yeah, was that, um, what was that whole experience really, like? Yeah, it was, it was a big summer. It was a lot of fun. I got to meet a bunch of great guys. I remember I started off with that perfect game national in Minneapolis. I didn't know anybody there. I just kind of went, did my thing, and flew away. And then you kind of get to know everybody by the end, you know. Yeah. So text with all the guys. Uh, I'd say it definitely topped it all off at the end there. Winning a gold medal was pretty incredible. Yeah. But uh, the summer was incredible because, you know, I was flying around so much, but I was also at home a lot, so I got to train a lot in the summer, too. So I really picked and choose kind of what I wanted to do pretty selectively. Sure. But yeah, it was a fun summer. I went out and accomplished all my goals, which was really under armor, athletic, and won a gold with USA. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, winning a gold with the junior national team, I mean, no matter what happens from here on out, that's something you're going to be able to tell your grandkids about. Yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of what they said to us, too. Whenever we went for trials, the first day we got there, they were like, you know, no matter what happens with you guys, you're competing for something special, and uh, no one can take away a gold medal from you. So, that's right. you know, work hard and go, take, go do our, our business down there, and uh, that's something you'll cherish forever. And at the time, you don't realize how special it is when you come back home and you miss all the guys so much and the experiences. And it really was just the most incredible experience. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Different, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, you know, in addition... Like Under Armour, just they treated us like kings at those events when you go down to Venezuela and it's just awful conditions. Right. Yeah, I mean, it, it is different because instead of just, you know, going to a typical showcase where you're there for, you know, a day or, you know, a couple of days, right. you were there for a while. So in addition to the right. honor of being able to play for them and represent your country, do you feel that experience better prepared you for what to expect when you get into pro ball? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, as far as handling adversity and things like that, I don't think anything can top that. So if we could perform how we did down there under those conditions, I think we can kind of handle anything. And, uh, I mean, Small beds, pillows were awful, mm-hmm. uh, no hot water, just things like that. Even toilets didn't flush all the time. And, you know, just re- the food was awful. I think I lost 10 pounds. Really? And, uh, yeah, the way I put it is, if I can handle that and perform the way we did against Cuba and Venezuela and Panama and all those teams, I think we can handle just about anything that comes our way. Yeah. No doubt. Uh, you spent a lot of time this summer with guys you'll probably be seeing a lot more of as you as you all progress through college ball or through the minor leagues. Which players did you come closest with? Which players did I come closest with? Yeah. Um, <laughs> this one's pretty easy. We got made fun of a lot on Team USA. Carson Woodson and I hit it off. We became best buds. We roomed together for Under Armour, and then we got to room together for USA, both in North Carolina and down in Venezuela. And uh, we just hit it off. I mean, we're talking on the phone almost every day, telling each other how we're doing and all that. And uh, it's pretty neat because we don't just have to talk baseball either. We we talk other stuff. We're true friends. And uh, 
Also, Tony Walters, he was a roommate down in Venezuela, so. Yeah. I'd say the whole Pino Seda, you grow so close because you really rely on each other when you're down there. It's all you have, so. Yeah. We all became really close. Oh, good, good. Um, all right, well, well, thank you for taking so much time. You have time for a couple more fun questions? What was that? You have time for a few more questions? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I saw on your on your high school site that you're having a a chicken wing eating contest with with College Park and Oak, Oak Ridge. Uh, are you are you going to win that? Okay. Well, <laughs> we're we're hoping to get back on the winning side of this. Oh uh, seven, we had a tight end go to Purdue, Colton McKee, and a first baseman that's at A&M, Brett Parsons. They carried us, and then the past few years have kind of been slacking, but. It's actually something we take pride in. I don't think I'm going to participate in it, though. <laughs> Those things are burning hot, and you're just devouring them. Oh, so, so, so this is a tradition. These are, these are hot wings, huh? This is a tradition, uh, yeah. and, and they're, they're actually hot wings? It's definitely bragging rights for us. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how, many does it ta- how many does the winning team usually eat? Um, it's kind of weird. I'm not sure how much the exact number is, but... They go by positions, so they break oh. it down. Like, there's two pitchers, two <laughs> catchers, two infielders, two outfielders, and then two coaches. And it's whoever a team, like, finishes their batches, the quickest overall wins. Wow, all right. So, hopefully we can take it this year. Okay, so it's a speed thing, not not like a quantity. Right. right. Gotcha. Okay. Um, well, let me ask you some of your, some of your favorites. What, what's your favorite food? Musical group or or, or artist? What was that? Favorite musical group or artist? Um, that's tough too. I listen to a lot of Texas country, and then uh, Incubus. And I'm a big Incubus fan. I've seen them live, and then John Mayer. I'm a big fan of too. All right, pretty you know broad spectrum there. Yeah. 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 I listen to just about anything. Yeah. What about favorite movie? Uh, Forrest Gump. Billy Madison and Toy Story. <laughs> All right, another wide spectrum. With different movies. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what's your favorite non-sports website? Non-sports website? Huh. I'd say YouTube. There you go. <laughs> There's some hilarious videos on there. I could watch those all day, and then the music videos, too. You have, awesome. a, you have a favorite video that stands out? Um, let's see. I'd say... Comedy-wise, there's a guy named Rackham Willie on there who's pretty funny. Yeah. And then uh, also Yucko the Clown video. He's pretty, pretty crude humor, but it's hilarious. All right, all right. Um, do you have any any stupid human tricks or any hidden talents? Um, I don't really have any hidden talents. One thing my teammates get kind of disgusted over is how flexible my arm is. Yeah. I can bend it in weird ways, and my elbows are like hypermobile, so I can bend it weird, and I'm extremely flexible with that. Really? That's and interesting. Guitar, I'm proud of that, too. <laughs> What's that, you play guitar? Yeah, I, I picked it up when I got home from Team USA. Okay. I had a lot of off time. I wasn't throwing for two months. I wasn't hurt. I just took off time for my arm, and I was kind of bored, so I just picked up guitar. <laughs> yeah? And it's going well? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm progressing slowly, but surely. Yeah. Nice. Uh, all right, final question. If you could invite four people to a dinner party, living or dead, who would they be? 
let's see. I'd say... Huh, that's a, that's a tricky one. Huh, I'd say, I guess President Obama, just because he's the president, that'd be neat. Uh, I'd say Bud Selig, that'd be pretty interesting. <laughs> um, Josh Beckett, he's my idol, being yeah. around here. He's my pitching guy I look up to. And Nolan Ryan. All right, that's that's a good mix. I'll mix it up, baseball, yeah. not baseball. <laughs> yeah. I'm All right, man. John Mayer would be a close fit. Okay. All right. Well, hey, is there anything else you want to add? Uh, I think that covers it. Thanks, man. All right. Well, hey, thank you very much. We appreciate it, and uh, good luck this season. Alrighty. Thank All you. right. Nice talking to you. Yep. Bye bye. All right. Well, that was Jameson Tyone. Thank you so much for listening to a Baseball America High School podcast. And remember. When it comes to buying a baseball bat, DeMarini just changed the game. Introducing Demo House, where you can step into the cage and hit the latest from DeMarini before you buy, because there's no substitute for hitting a real baseball or talking to people who know both bats and batting. Your demo time in the cage is free. Get the season started right and visit your nearest Demo House today. Locations and full details can be found at demarini.com backslash demo house. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.